Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. San Diego, welcome on in to the happy hour here on Gwen and Chris, Tony Gwynn Jr. Chris Ello, Matt Scraby, taking you... Uh, for another hour on this uh, four-hour journey, and uh, we have for you now a little World Series preview. I know, I know, I know. What? Why and did you guys probably do don't this wanna, to me? And probably don't want to talk about it much, but, you know, there still is some games to be at. Uh, you know, I, I'm interested. Do you think the majority of people—we talked a little bit about this yesterday. you think the majority of people want to— Want the Phillies to win so they can say they lost to the eventual world champion? Or do you think most people want them to lose because they beat the Padres? I think it's pretty close. Uh, I think there's part of the people think, you know, what if the Phillies win, that somehow makes the Padres better. But I don't necessarily think it does. Um, I would have trouble rooting for the Phillies just because they beat me. So I, I think it's a little bit of both. Um, I think the general fan out there is going to root against the Astros because of the cheating scandal from several years ago. And I think most people don't ever want to see Jose Altuve celebrate or Alex Bregman or anything like that. Not that you know we shouldn't maybe forgive and forget after a half a decade, but a lot of people like to hang on to that baggage for a long time. So I, I think most people – and the other part is is – I think in general, if you don't have a rooting interest, you root for the underdog, and that's the Phillies. I mean, look at the difference in wins and losses. The yeah. Astros won 106. The Phillies won 87. I think this is the biggest difference since, like, the 1930s in terms yeah. of win differential. Between it's a huge teams. win differential. Uh, it's not as big as the differential between the Padres and Dodgers, so we saw how nope. that turned out. Um, the Phillies certainly have a, a crack to win this series, but – um, yeah, and they'll test they'll test Aaron Nola with the game one start. He's two and one in the postseason with a three one two. Uh, I we I think everybody assumes it'll be Verlander in game one. The Astros haven't yet actually announced who's going to be their game one starter, but they're deep at the in the rotation area. That's the difference in these teams. But then again, I hate to say that's kind of what we thought the difference might be in favor of the Padres. We sure did. They I know I better, did little better rotation, a little deeper when it got to games three and four, and it didn't turn out that way. I mean, uh, you know, unfortunately for the Padres, Ranger Suarez outpitched Joe Musgrove, and game four, neither team had much of a starter, but the Phillies' bullpen pitched better than the Padres' bullpen. So those are the two key games in my estimation of that NLCS, and they both went Phillies' way. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, Houston gets to a Verlander, they get Valdez, and then they've, you know, Christian Javier and Lance McCullers beyond that. So the Astros deserve to be favored. I, I don't know. You'd have to talk to each individual Padre fan out there, but I've never, even though you guys both said this earlier, I've never understood the, I want the team that beat me to win. Cause I don't understand how that makes me any better. I mean, other than see, that's how I grew up. Like with my grandpa going to Forty Nine er games, we always cheered for the team that beat us because no one else beat the team that won it all. Okay, and I know that. But how does you... that make you feel better? I don't think the the well, I don't necessarily think the point is to make you feel better. I think, really, ultimately, if you lose to the eventual world champions, yeah, you can at least say there's nothing you could do. Right? They. They won it. They we lost to the team that won it all. It's more of me creating white lies. I don't in my think head, it's Chris. just you. I think there's people out there that that feel that. But then there are certainly people out there that are like, Nah, man, they beat us. I want them to lose. Now, <laughs> now that 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 might be. A, a, they made me unhappy. <laughs> right. Now I, I want see them, them to be unhappy. 100%. The old eye for an eye. Yeah, there you go. I, I, but there's uh, the flip, the the kind of bonus feature to this matchup is that it is the Astros who are quite disliked by Everybody. a lot of people. So <laughs> you might put aside your your irritation with the Phillies beating your team because it is the Astros. Now, I know you guys hate this scenario I'm about to bring oh, up, but we go. if the Padres won the NLCS and they match up with the Astros, like what honestly, because the Astros are really good, did the Padres, do they have the depth to beat the Astros in the World Series? I mean, what do you think would have happened? I don't know. I, mean, I know to, you we, hate we're those. Not, we're, <laughs> we didn't get to that point. I know, but for, for me, I would think they might, like, win a game. Really? And that's because of what I saw with the NLCS and the pitching down the stretch. and the, the Astros are so good. They're like, were they more, are they more dangerous than the Dodgers were? Uh, as dangerous, I would think. Well, oh, you said that they wouldn't win a game. No, he said no, they I mean, might they win one, a game. One game. He said game. if the Padres got to the World Series and had to face this undefeated Astros team, they might win a game. And I'm not saying that because I think really the Padres giving a lot are bad. Of That's giving a lot of credit. Yeah, you are. I'm saying it because we yeah, saw it. We saw it in the NLCS. There was Mike Clevenger yeah, and but Sean Mania didn't but you're help. T- but you said if they would have somehow, if they would have somehow got to the World Series. That would probably mean that Sean they Maya well. better. See, this is why I can't do this with you guys because you can't go <laughs> yeah, into no, a fake just, world when you know that it. you can't do something. Why do you do it? Because I need to try. I need to try. Okay, well, there's there's your answer. I mean, I don't know. I think the Astros are really really good, but they're just as vulnerable as any 105 or. Haven't you learned team. anything about You've this? You've had to have learned that by now. I have learned that by now. Yes. Then why do you keep bringing up the fact that the Astros are so good? The Padres might win a game. It was a might. <laughs> might I don't know how this game. turned around on me. I was just trying to have a fun conversation, <laughs> and now all of a sudden I'm on the stand. So <laughs> raise your raise your left hand and repeat after me. Order, order, order. If the Yankees can't win one game against the Astros, well, the Yankees then how have more the wins. Padres? That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying the Astros are pretty darn good if they swept 
The Yankees in four straight. It doesn't. It doesn't. You're going to find out that it doesn't mean anything because this is a totally different series and a totally different time. Basically, what Scraby's telling you, Chris, is that he's learned nothing from the playoffs. No, I have learned learned nothing from the playoffs. I was there. He learned nothing. He was there and still learned nothing. The last team that I know that won all seven of its playoff games ahead of the World Series got swept in the World Series once they got there. So. Uh, who's it, that? The Rockies. <laughs> There's that. Thanks, Tony. Oh, I thought you said who's I'm that. I'm withdrawing the question now. Yeah, it's a good thing. You all right, right yeah, for, for all the people that want to have fun conversation, at Matt Scraby, let me know what you think would have happened if the Padres the took Padres on the Astros. The Padres might have won a game. Man, that's a that's damn hard. I like, how, I like how Chris Scraby. is stuck on that one right there. He did say that, though. Quote right. Matt Scraby, they might be able to win a game. Wow. But you know what's great? You really think the Astros are just like... The creme de la creme. And another planet from these teams. Well, they are the Astros, so they would Did be they traveling to other planets. Did they not in Oakland this year? Over a weekend series, if I recall? Yes, they did, but that's the regular season. It's a different <laughs> series. You think it's you, Scrape. Got you there. Got you there. <laughs> not really. <laughs> not really. Sometimes um, it happens. Uh, I don't know. It's game two is Zach Wheeler. He'll pitch for the Phillies as they also have not named their game two starter. So uh, we'll see. Two first two games will be in uh, Houston. Right. And then the next three will be in Philly and then back to Houston for the next two should they need those next two. Yes. Uh, It'll be interesting to see if Jalen Hurts can get tickets to the games in Philadelphia, <laughs> even though he is the Philadelphia Eagles star quarterback. You'd think he'd be able to call across town to the Phillies and go, hey, it's Jalen Hurts. Can I have some tickets to the World Series? But the Phillies might say no, uh, you know, based it, on what he uh, decided to do today. If, if Jalen's smart, he'll go through his, uh, his PR have staff. Have his PR people, his people. Reach out, right, that, because, yeah. you know, that way they can say, you know, we want some tickets for the guys. Yeah. He may be included in there, he may not. Yeah. I, I think if the Phillies turn him down, he definitely needs to go to Astros owner box because whatever visiting team Astros owner box they have ready for him because I think that if would be hilarious. If you're wondering what we mean by all this, Jalen Hurts went to the uh, Eagles press conference today and wore all of his Houston Astros Because garb. he's from Houston. He's from Houston. He is from Houston, but I, I still think that could rankle some people in Philadelphia. Yeah. They're, they're, they, the they come to the games rankled. They come to the <laughs> games rankled. <laughs> How much can you share of oh, what you Lord. went through as a bus passenger going in and out of Citizens Bank Park over this weekend? It, it, it really all came to... Like, we wouldn't believe it, no, would we? you wouldn't. We you, really wouldn't believe the kind of behavior that was going on as the bus was pulling up and Getting ready to drop you guys off. No, no. As we were leaving, as 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 the series, it, it all came to. Oh, it a came head. to a head when the series was the over. The series was over. Right. You know, uh, there was there was a party in the streets, basically. Sure. And, and so, uh, because there was a party in the streets, traffic wasn't moving very well. And you know, what the one really cool luxury about these All Star games is you get to travel with. Uh, Police escort. Police escort. Yeah, those are nice. And so, uh, as you know, they're clearing out the the. As <laughs> Here comes on, the Padres. As, <laughs> as it, I mean, it sounded a lot like that. As as we're on the the opposite side of the street. So remember, I was told you guys about the Colorado story. We were driving on the wrong side of the street. This yes, time, we're yes. driving on the wrong side of the street, but we have an escort, so it, it's working out a That's little bit different. That's where you're supposed right. to drive. Uh, the amount. Of double birds. I mean, people are at stoplights in middle of traffic, getting out of their cars 
just in order to, to flip off the to Padre give bus. the double bird. Double I mean, bird. That was the that was the choice of uh, weapon weaponry from uh, the Philly faithful. From most everybody was the double bird. Why got, would they be so unhappy with the Padres? You guys just you the, know, that's the crazy part. Rolled is I, over and gave them the championship. As as I, as I, that's the crazy part is it there was like a, a smile on their face as they were double birding everybody. Yeah, right. Into three buses, <laughs> four buses that went on, and it, you know I thought it was kind of funny, but. Uh, is it is funny. funny. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it might be a little aggressive. We got a couple of Dame Dame Dollar uh, waves, Damian Lillard waves, as we were bussing off on the way. Yeah, um, it was uh, it was it was quite the scene to see. Did you get any? Um, did you get any bear behinds? Anybody? <laughs> I didn't. I did My eyesight, my eyeballs didn't catch any. Your bear, eyeballs didn't pick didn't that up. Didn't catch any of them, but I, I'm sure there were a few. There probably were a few. I mean, I mean, that's why I remember when Randy Moss famously did that, faked to do that. Right, yes, right. In Green Bay as a member of the Minnesota Vikings. He was and fined for that, too, oh by the way. Oh, my goodness. He was Joe castigated. Buck lost his mind. He, he barely was able to work again another day <laughs> in his right. life. That's right. Joe Buck did lose He was his mind. so <laughs> offended by it. I'm like, Joe, you, his pants are on, his man. Pants are on. He did it. <laughs> he didn't he actually pull down his pants. <laughs> and he was referring to the fact that every Packer fan did pull down right. their pants right. yeah. when the Vikings bus pulled up to the game. That's that's true. How about that? Like, that's information that. Had that happened today, like we would have known about it instantly. That took like years before yeah. that story came to kind of yeah, to it fill itself it out. Let me ask you, as a as a fan out there, think of this yourself. And you went to a playoff game yourself, or, or maybe you got to go to the Phillies Padres games last week. After the game, would you gather your family to make the extra half mile trek somewhere? to locate the other team's bus <laughs> just so that you can stand there for 45 minutes in the rain and double bird them as they drive away? To, Come to, on, honey, I got an idea. To be, to be, I mean, what is up with these people? Listen, to be fair. Go home! To be fair, they were stuck in traffic, so it wasn't as though they drove their waiting for oh, us. Okay. We happened to come across their site. And it was funny because at first they're like looking in the bus, they're like, obviously there's a police escort What's going on? And then yeah. it, it kind of, you could all see it kind of. If you watch some of their faces, you could all see it kind of like. The light went on. The light went on. So, oh, wait a minute. This is the. They got That's the, the Padres. Get their Hang on, birds honey, out. I'm getting out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> when, I, when I was a kid. Uh... Can I imagine for a second my wife reaction when I pulled the car over and got out I, and gave a double I, I tell you what get back in here that might have been that might have been the funniest part is that it was a couple thing right it was like it wasn't just oh, the a, wives it wasn't just too. a man getting out of there it was the wives <laughs> out there too with the double bird with a smile on their face as well Philly fans when I was when I was a kid all I wanted to do was just go congratulate my guys I wanted to go cheer no, for them but. no they want to they want to rub the salt in the wound for sure Jalen Hurts <laughs> somebody should have shown Jalen Hurts video of that before he put the Astro gear on today. Well, Jalen Hurts his his, his his he's probably already been given the double bird a few times. <laughs> his fans yeah. are going to turn on him for a little bit in Philadelphia until he throws that first touchdown this weekend. All right, let's uh, get everybody back. Let's uh, let's step away. We got some traffic and some more Gwen and Chris on the other side. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. 
Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Back at you, 521 is the time. San Diego State Aztec basketball fans stick around. Mark Ziegler with a preview of uh, our team, which starts in just a couple of weeks. Season opener set for Monday, November 7th. Uh, Notice a lot of college basketball starting on November 7th this year. Concerted effort by the NBA... And I think uh, to an extension, college basketball, Tony, to not schedule any games this year on November the 8th because that Tuesday is election day. And uh, they don't want any sports fans staying home and watching sports on Tuesday, November 8th. They want them out voting, which is, uh, yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah. So uh, if you're wondering why, why would the Aztecs be opening their season on a Monday night, that's probably why. Uh, Cal State Fullerton was going to be their opponent, an NCAA tournament team last year. And that's without, you know, putting down Cal State Fullerton. That might be the easiest of the Aztecs' first six or seven games. They got a really All, tough a tournament team, too, at that. And that's what I'm saying, right? They were in the tournament. So um, it's going to be a, it's going to be a tough start to the season in terms of the schedule. But if the Aztecs, yeah, I know Mark Ziegler talked about it, and you'll hear the interview, but he talked about, you know, well, they could go four and two or. You know, even three and three and fall out of the rankings. Let's just look at it the other way for a second, Tony. They start the season 19th in the nation. If they happen to run the table the first six or seven games, beat BYU, beat Stanford, beat Fullerton, beat Ohio State, beat Arizona, beat whoever else it is in the Maui tournament, they could, like, jump all the way up to the top five or six right at the beginning the of the season. What's the highest the Aztecs have ever been ranked? I think number two. With the year they were twenty six and zero, I think they got to number two or three. That's a good question. Four hmm. could be the answer to that question as well, because I know the Kawhi Leonard team got up to number four at one point. What about the Malachi Flynn undefeated? That's team? That's what I was just saying. Oh, I don't remember oh, okay. how high that team got. Don't recall, but uh, that's a good question. I'll try to find out one of these days. <laughs> um, quick NFL note: If you are a Denver Broncos fan, sorry. But if you are a Denver Broncos fan, this of all weeks may be the week you want to root against your football team. What? Broncos are going to London to take on the Jacksonville Jaguars. And uh, I don't know if you guys saw the... uh, Does Jacksonville get stuck in this game every year? Yes, they asked yes. for a game they, every okay, year. Okay. They actually asked for a London game every year because <laughs> they were yeah because they they get ticket sales and stuff. Right, they get they probably make more money to go over and play, in London, play in London than they do in Jacksonville. So, 
Yes, the Jaguars actually asked if they can play a London game every year. Can't trick, so, you can't uh, trick the people in Jacksonville anymore, huh? So no. you got to go to London to trick them. Huh? <laughs> you got to go trick them. Poor people in London think Jacksonville, that's what the NFL's all about. My goodness. Uh, but the Denver Broncos, if you're a fan, you may want to pick this weekend to root against your team. Here's why. There are rumblings coming out of Denver that if the Broncos lose this game to Jacksonville, Uh-oh. that uh, our friend Nathaniel yeah. Hackett will be fired. Wow. that's At the midseason mark. Let the memes begin. Nathaniel yeah. Hackett. <laughs> Couldn't Can't have to hack it. <laughs> I hate to laugh at the guy, but uh, I'm just saying, if you're a Denver, it's not been good. Yeah, it's not been good. And if you're a Denver Bronco fan, maybe you suck up a loss here, so that can happen. Just so you can move on from this coach, because as I've said all season, I don't think he knows what he's doing. I think he like he's overmatched, and it might be better for Russell Wilson and company to just part company now while you can cut bait is that what you're saying cut bait yeah. uh so we'll on, some, see. on some other nfl news i don't know if you saw pete carroll came out and said the nfl seriously needs to look into the whole grass versus turf debate and uh you know obviously dk Metcalf, jc jackson both uh went down with knee injuries on turf fields at uh when at, SoFi, at SoFi stadium yeah, yeah. and um what is, can you have you been on those turf fields before? Yes. I've been on a couple of them. They're very strange. They have those little black, it's those like little ground black up tire almost, ground right? up tire like underneath the surface. Yeah. It's really kind of strange feeling. Why is it cheaper to have that turf than it is to maintain I don't know that, a grass? I don't know. Field? That it, I think it's cheaper over over time, right? Or just you, easier to you're not to spending monitor. on water. You don't have to. to right. The upkeep is a little. You can bit change easier. the logo on the middle of the field for uh, all. How the about things this study that ca- I forgot about this study, or maybe we didn't hear about? It. It said 14 of the NFL's 30 stadiums use artificial surface, including the Seahawks at uh, Lumen Field. In September of 2020, NFL Players Association President J.C. Treader called for all teams to use grass fields to reduce risk of injury to players. Treader cited NFL injury data from 2012 to 2018 that showed a 28% higher rate of non-contact lower extremity injuries on artificial turf compared to grass. Now, the artificial game has come a long way. It's not <laughs> it's not uh, cement underneath uh, a, piece a, a piece of cloth, <laughs> like, which is what they be. used to have in Philadelphia. But this is something that you've heard uh, a lot of um, the women on the soccer side, national soccer side, say they don't want to be playing games on this because it clearly there's a there's an injury element that uh, is a lot higher, twenty eight percent higher in this case. Uh, of non contact. Those are injuries where no one touches you. You just plant you just your plant. foot. And then it sticks, and your body moves, and your knee tears with it. Right. It's and, so easy to understand how it happens if you've ever walked on that surface, which I have. Because it, it, it although it looks and feels looks really nice, it it, it does not have the same doesn't stick have to the it. same give. Yeah, or the, I, I think give is a better because stick is, is what it kind of does, right? Can't your foot stick in this in the turf a little easier than it can like on a dirt, grass field? Like dirt under grass will move with your shoe and your foot, but this turf doesn't because it's fake, and so it doesn't have any give to it. Right. So it just, like yeah. you said, sticks there and doesn't let go. Yeah. I, you would think the NFL, honestly, I think the Pete Carroll, they ought to listen to him. 
Well, uh, they really no, shouldn't. I mean, in the, and you can't tell me that the NFL didn't have enough money to make all 35 for 50 stadiums the, that they play in grass. The, the tough part is, and you've seen this in Arizona from a baseball standpoint, keeping the grass green, green and, <laughs> and, you know, healthy yeah. becomes a hard hard thing to do in the climate. Because remember, you're playing in, in the winter, basically, for football. And I mean, maybe you don't need to have great-looking grass, but it, you're right. Ultimately, if the product is to keep the players healthy, maybe maybe you know what needs to happen. A few quarterbacks need to go down on these uh, Ooh, artificial oh turf. That would change. That'll, that would that'll, move, change. that'll move things quicker. If Green Bay can play in the frozen tundra, that's a good point. On that's grass, a good point. Any of these because that's, that's as harsh of that's as harsh of that's as as Green Bay's field looks awesome, too. <laughs> it I mean, does. I don't care. Even, when it's, even when it's like like winter time and it's brown, yeah, like, I don't it care. still looks good. Just for, just for fun, go watch some highlights of 1970s NFL football when they were playing on baseball slash football stadiums <laughs> and running around in the mur- the dirt of an infield <laughs> and the chalk lines. You could barely see what yard line you were on. I mean, those guys, how they survived is beyond me. And then, as you said, the the first round of AstroTurf stadiums were basically just sent with a cloth over it, a green cloth. And these guys would just get beat beat to death yeah, in to, these Sunday games. To, to follow up that study, Pete Carroll said, I, I know there's numbers and there's studies. you got to figure out who the study comes from, who's paying for it. There's a lot of stuff here that we've got to figure out. We've got to do the right thing, but we definitely need to keep looking at it because – Every now and then, it just feels like something is up. Too many guys going down when there's not even not even touching it when they're not even touching anybody. So we'll see. Right. The turf the turfs are way better than they used to be, and all that kind of stuff. But we got to see. Still got a ways to go. Yeah, that J.C. Jackson in, uh, injury was pretty bad because he didn't touch anybody. He just his the patellar tendon. Patella well, tendon? he just he stepped to try and jump and knock the pass away, and his foot stuck, and his knee mm. you mm. know flattened out. That is, and that's it. Really gross. See you for the season, and the same game Metcalf went down. So, yeah, DK Pete didn't Carroll really seem right. like he thought DK, he was because that DK hurt. is a machine. Let's be honest. <laughs> they were like he was. You waiting thought he like, had to go to the potty? Didn't <laughs> yeah, you? I thought so. I mean, because that's I, how he left the one game. He a did. Few weeks he ago. did the potty. <laughs> potty. He definitely <laughs> did need to go potty. That's what Kylie does. She goes potty. <laughs> so did DK. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> it's the happy hour. More Gwen and Chris is on the way. Stay with us. Let's see if Scraby's paying attention. Let's check traffic. Uh, I am paying. Uh-huh, no, I gotcha. am paying attention, but I would have to click this. Wait for the music to go down, and then I would have to click traffic. Really, all of that, huh? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, a surprise attack. A surprise attack is not going to work. All right. Well, let's go with a unsurprised attack and check traffic. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 97 right, feet of fan. Very good. I was yeah, just finishing it for she her. She didn't sign off there. Uh, Kelly, thank you very much. Uh, good game in the NBA tonight. Milwaukee hosting Brooklyn. Right now, Brooklyn leads 42-40, three minutes to play. In the second quarter, uh, you don't have to know which guy Ben Simmons is to know which guy he is you out see, on the floor. So you watch for the guy who fouls a lot? Well, no. You also watch for the guy that no one's guarding because <laughs> they dare him to shoot. They, they, He's the only guy in the NBA that nobody comes out to guard. He can be 15 feet away from the basket, and his defender will slack off like five feet down. How did he become the number one pick it's in the NBA? It's incredible. that the, That's what I've always said. How can you be the number one pick in the league and not be able to shoot the basketball? Number one. Number two... How about working at your craft a little bit? Yeah, you got to get better. I mean, with all due respect, shooting the basketball, I know it's a God-given skill to the level that these guys are good at. Yeah, But obviously Ben Simmons is good enough to be playing in the NBA, so he must have some God-given skill. Yeah. So develop your skill and learn how to shoot. I mean, take a 1,000 shots a day. I mean, that's what these guys do. I... You know, I'm not going to do it, but that's (laughs) that's what these guys do, and that's why they're so unbelievable. I got to believe if Ben Simmons put that kind of work in, he'd be as good. But yeah, I mean, I remember uh, going to golf. Nick Faldo said when he switched his swing, he would hit like three thousand balls a day, basically, right until he fit out. If you get the God-given gift to play golf to that level, I can't imagine hitting that many golf balls. Right, but that's what you know you need to do to be that good. I mean, that's why, and uh, you know this, but I mean, when you if you go out to a golf tournament and see these pros play out of Torrey Pines, wherever it might be, many, many times, Scraby, right? After the round is over, the first oh, yeah. place they go is the practice team. Yeah, they go back to the driving range, they go to the putting green, they get their coach over here. I mean, it's unbelievable. I mean, can you imagine, honestly, you know, uh, 
I don't know, following the Padre Dodger game if no. Dave Roberts called a practice? No. <laughs> I mean, that's a great point. Season's over. And Trey Turner went, hey, I want to go hit some, take some ground balls. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like what? (laughs) While everybody was celebrating, Trey Turner was out there taking ground balls, but that's what golfers do. Yeah. They go, they go and do that stuff. They go go immediately after the round is over and they practice. Yeah. I mean, you're right. It's unbelievable that the, look, they have the God given ability to hit the ball the way they do. Cause no matter how. Right, Scrabe, you and I could try for oh, years yeah. and years. We oh, could never hit yeah. a ball the way they hit a no, ball. No, no. So you've got to have that. But once you have that, why not work at that skill to be as good as you can? I guess there's a mindset that I'm good enough. Maybe. All right. Uh, I mean, Tiger Woods practiced the most. Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant practiced the most. We saw Bryce Harper go 0 for 4 here one day. Next day he was out there taking BP. He was the only guy. <laughs> That's why they're the best. Yeah. One of the reasons anyway. All right, uh Aztec basketball searching to be the best in 2022-23. Their season starts in a couple of weeks with an update. San Diego Union Tribune's Mark Ziegler joined Tony and I earlier. Joining us on the premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline is none other than Mark Ziegler of the San Diego Union Tribune. Mark, thank you for calling us. We might not have been able to get in contact with you if you didn't. That's okay. I got a phone too, so I can call. <laughs> Very good. Uh, Mark, I'm so interested to hear some of the behind the scenes of this uh not so secret UCLA San Diego State kind of scrimmage that went on behind the scenes. Sounds like it was a pretty good showing for the Aztecs against a very good UCLA team. It sounds like it. I mean, I don't get to go. No one gets to go, but they can talk about it now. And so I, I, I talked to Coach Dutcher. I've talked to a bunch of assistants about it. Just to get a feel. I talked to some people from UCLA. I know who were there. Just get a feel. And every everybody kept coming back to me and saying. Uh, this was like a Sweet 16 game. It was high, high level. It was intense. It was physical. Uh, it was, you know, veteran players, grown men just banging. And there were a lot of fouls, and it was rough and, and all that. But it was, a, it was an intense game, and, uh, you know, and they played it pretty close. So, uh, you know, and there are little things that you, it's hard to draw conclusions from the, from the final result because there are things that happen like everyone played. Or, you know, there was a particular matchup like San Diego State worked on where they just had one person guard another guy, whereas in the game they might have switched it. Or they didn't run this offensive play because they want to kind of save that one back. So there's little things like that. um, But you could get a feel that these are both very, very good teams. Let's just uh, try to get to the bottom of these secret scrimmages that aren't secret anymore, Mark. How did they come about? How long has all of this been going on in secret because I know it's, it's only been the last few years that you've been kind of talking about this stuff. So, like, is the NCAA just going to eventually say, hey, every team can play one secret scrimmage and just put it on put it on top of the table for a change? Yeah, you know, so I think the rule that allows it has been around since, like, the 1970s. But it probably used to be just, you know, you just went and played the team down the street, you know, because of travel restrictions. Now teams, like, fly to these things. Uh, and it's, it's only in the last 10 years that San Diego State has really started to take advantage of it. And so they, they've gone up to Stanford a couple times. they played USC a few times. they played UCLA before. Mick Cronin was there a couple times. Um, and, I mean, you know, Brian Dutcher doesn't – he travels so much to the Mountain West, he doesn't want to really get on a plane if he doesn't have to for a scrimmage. Right. But he also doesn't want to play a team 
Uh, and I think the reason you're starting to see more high-profile scrimmages, you don't want to play a team that's not going to show you stuff. Um, you want to be exposed in certain areas at a high level to show your team film a week or two weeks out from your opener. And really the only way you can do that if you're a top team is to play another top team. And so I think you see a lot of these teams pairing up. Now what's happened is during COVID, they allowed teams to play a charity scrimmage. Uh, and that started, or actually it didn't start during COVID. It started during the, the fires, I think, um, in, in Oregon, maybe it was, where they allowed them to play a charity scrimmage to go to fire victims, et cetera. And so you start to see some more of these games not behind closed doors to make money. And I think that's the, the wave of the future. I think you're going to start seeing some of these games played like an NFL exhibition just to, as a charity uh, type game. Mark Ziegler joins us here on the premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. And, and Mark, um, two weeks away from the opener, four days away from their first um, exhibition game against San Diego Christian. You've seen this team uh, probably more than anybody else. What is the makeup of it? Where what are we looking at as a preview for for this ball club? That's a really good question. It's it's a it's a very veteran team. Like I think their nine man rotation right now is all going to be juniors, seniors, six year senior, fifth year seniors. I mean, just guys have been around and are developed and understand the game. Um, and you could see that through practice all fall. They didn't have to do a lot of the the real basic skill development. That's already been done. If you don't know it by the time you're a senior, you're probably not learning it. And they got to bring the freshmen along, and they got to find their way. But the freshmen have had to go at warp speed because they're not stopping and slowing down for them. Um, it's uh, a team that, you know, there's. it's a lot different than last year, and people need to realize that. You know, when you had Darian, Darian Trammell is going to have the ball in his hands more than anybody else. Matt Bradley is now a catch-and-shoot player. He's not get the ball, pound 15 times, lay the shot clock, and try to figure something out. That's gone. That's a thing of the past. Darian Trammell is running the offense now. And then you have Jaden Ledee, the TCU transfer, who is, is the muscle on this team and is a double-double guy. He had a double-double against UCLA, and, and he'll be a double-double guy almost every night, I think, that, that he doesn't get in foul trouble. Uh, and so, you know, those are two brand-new pieces. And then Matt Bradley's kind of a new player as well. And then you have Micah Parrish coming off the bench, and he's shown some real flashes of being really good. He's been up and down more, more of what you expect from a new guy adjusting. But he is long, athletic, shoots a three, but he also can drive it uh, and is a really, really good defender, really versatile defender. And then you add in all the other pieces they've had before. But it's a different kind of team, and it just, you know, Jane Lee just gives them that extra body inside, that strength and that, and that uh, just kind of ferocity and energy and, and uh, work ethic that maybe they hadn't had in the last couple of years. Mark Ziegler is with us uh, from the San Diego Union Tribune, covers the Aztecs. I mean, you look at these last few seasons, they've all been great, 23-8 uh, and eight last year and then 23-4 uh, and four previous to that. And, uh, of course, they had the undefeated season for a while that was cut short finally by the COVID thing. They ended up 30-2. and two. Yeah, without being able to predict it, Mark, I mean, which of these teams are we looking at this year? I mean, does this have a chance to be close? To, I mean, can I can I get that excited, or do I have to wait and see for another thirty and two type thing? Well, the difference is that thirty and two team is, uh, you know, they had a couple tough games early, but just one or two they got through those, and then they the, the schedule got soft, and they just rolled the twenty six and zero, and the Mountain West was a little down. And, and so this team could be, you know, on paper, could be as good as that team. I don't think they have a Malachi Flynn, but, you know, they, they're a very good team, uh, very, very deep. But the difference is that this team plays such a hard schedule early. 
you know, the first six games out of the gate, I mean, there's no team in the country playing anything close to this. And, you know, going to Maui where five teams are ranked out of the eight there and another one's getting, getting votes, um, you know, expecting to go three, no, and that is, I mean, really, you know, you're going to beat all those teams. Um, you know, they got to go play at Stanford. Stanford's really improved and they got one of the best young players in the country. who's probably going to be a lottery pick next year. Um, you know, BYU is always a tough game. Fullerton went to the tournament last year. That's the opener this year. So I, I think this team to sort of answer your question could potentially be in that caliber. Um, but, it's not going to have that record. It's not going to be 26 and 0. I mean, if they get through Maui and they're undefeated, then watch out. But I, I don't, you know, it's, that's that's asking a lot. So I, I I think what we're going to see is we're going to see a team maybe take a couple losses early, maybe even drop out of the top 25. But as the season goes on, they're going to get better and better and better, figure themselves out. And if they if they really can click in terms of chemistry like that 30-2 and two team did, when they get to February, they're going to be very, very good as long as they stay healthy as well. That, that's that's the question that I think remains for um, the Aztecs, right? Uh, they have gotten to this point pretty consistently every single year. If they can stay healthy, I mean, is, is this the team that helps them take that further, that next step, right? We start talking Elite Eight, Final Four. I mean, the Sweet 16 has been... That had the, the the high mark uh, for the, for this um, for this school. Can this team? I think is the question. I think Chris is asking this. Can this team get beyond that? Do they have that type of potential? Do they have that type of depth? Yeah, there's no doubt they have that type of depth. They have the potential. Yes, they have that potential. But there's so many very. You know, you're talking. There's 350 teams in Division One. Yeah. Uh, how do you know? I always say you don't know what you have as a team until you take your first loss. How do they react? Do they point fingers? Do they work harder? Uh, and they're so deep that you know. I had one person I talked to said, "Man, I, I you know, that could be a problem. I mean, yeah, are you gonna be yeah. able to keep everybody happy?" And you know, right now they are happy and they are a team and they're all committed. But you take a couple losses and maybe players think I should be playing more, I should be shooting more. I mean, that's just natural. That's human nature. How does that work yourself out? And they, and they put themselves in a position where they probably will take a few early losses and maybe drop out of the top 25. Uh, they could be 3-3 three and three over the first six games and still be a really, really, really good team. But, you know, will there be pressure from the outside? Uh, because they've, they've accepted the expectations and embraced them and even kind of pumped them up a little bit. So what's going to happen? You know, what are fans going to do? What's the, what's the reaction going to be if they take a bad loss somewhere along the line? Uh, and so... But potential-wise, yes, they have a potential to really do something. But once you get to the tournament, it's all matchups. And, and you know, the trick with the tournament is you have to just keep going there year after year. You know, Kansas won it last year. That not, might not have been Kansas' best team in the last yeah. five or even ten years. But they always are in position that if they get hot at the right time and get the right matchups, they can do something. And then that's, that's what San Diego State's become. They're just waiting for that year. They, they kind of catch fire. Um, and you put yourself in position enough times – one of those years you're going to break through. It might not be your best team. This team is better than the last two teams, but it might lose in the first round also. You just don't know. You mentioned that that first six games, you know, Fullerton, Brigham Young, Stanford, Ohio State, possibly Arizona, Cincinnati. Who of those is the toughest of the six, you think? Well, I, I think the Stanford game is going to be trickier than people think. On paper, San Diego State should be able to win that, but Stanford's, you know, it's a weird environment. They don't draw a lot of fans, um, and they've got some good players, and, you know, you're, you're, coming, you're, you're coming off a, a game against BYU, and, yeah. you know, who knows? 
Uh, you're looking ahead to Maui. I think that's going to be a tricky game. Uh, and then um, the second or third game in Maui, I mean, Ohio State obviously is going to be hard. They're a new team. I think San Diego State's going to have a little bit of an advantage. They're going to play nobody before they get to Maui. This is going to be their first um, really tough game. San Diego State have already played three of them, and so they're going to be ready to go. I think they're going to have an advantage in that game because of that. But Arizona's very good, and if you get past, you know, even all four teams on the side of that bracket, are, you know, your third game in Maui is going to be a, a real tough one. I mean, you've got Creighton, Arkansas. Those are both top ten teams. Louisville, which is vastly improved. Wow. Texas Tech, also ranked. So you're going to play one of those four teams on your third day. So uh, they're going to play – and Cincinnati, is the, you know, everyone's looking at it as being the worst team in that tournament. They're really improved, and people are saying they could be an NCAA tournament team this year. So you're going to play three games in three days against really good teams, and, and uh, uh, that's going to be where the, the real tough, tough sledding is going to happen. Yeah, iron sharpens iron. Sounds like, uh, <laughs> sounds like that's what we'll, – You know we'll, the only reason he said the Stanford game is going to be tough – because he went to Stanford. He's got to stick up for his team, man. There you Mark go. I'm not a big fan of Jared Haas. I'm not a big fan of their program, but I just it's a weird place to play. And, <laughs> you know, they're, it's weird when you're a ranked team and you go in the building and you, you don't have a lot of fans. You're kind of going, wait a minute, but we're ranked. We're, we're you know, you're coming to see us. What? And, and it's dead atmosphere. It's hard sometimes to play when you're used to always playing. Like everywhere they go in the Mountain West will be the biggest game of the year, the largest crowd the white out, the red out, the blue out, the, the gray out, whatever it is, will be that night. And they're used to that. And when you all of a sudden get that curveball, that changeup, it's just weird. And so that's why I think that's going to be a – that could be a trap game. Well, Mark, you certainly got me excited for, for some Aztec hoops. Uh, we'll, we'll be talking during the course of the season for sure. Thanks for coming on today. Thanks, Mark. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you one other thing, too. The, the reason to get excited, too, is this is not going to be the uh, the Brady Hoke uh, offense. This, this team – actually is running. I mean, they scored 87 points against UCLA. That's seven more than they scored any game last year and, and 22 over what they averaged. They are running, and mm. that's been the emphasis since the beginning. And so I think fans are going to be a lot more excited and engaged because the tempo is going to be a lot higher. Yeah. Uh, so that's something else to be excited about. That certainly will be a change in pace. This has been a defensive-minded uh, program for quite some time. You've had some, some show and go to it. That, that could be a lot of fun. Thanks, Mark, for coming on. All right. Talk to you guys. Bye. Mark Ziegler there on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet, find new roads. Yeah, the Aztecs won 23 games last year and only averaged 65 points per game. So uh, 87's a lot for 87's them. 87's a big number that they put up in that UCLA game. Um, and if you're going to run a little bit, you're going to give up some more points just because there are going to be more possessions. But I guarantee you, nobody's going to play on that Aztec basketball squad that's not playing defense. Brian Dutcher will demand it. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the reasons why they've been so good for so long. I'm excited about Aztec basketball for sure. Aztec football this weekend plays at Fresno State. Key game for Brady Hoke and company. We uh, will be back tomorrow on World Series Eve. Final preview of the uh, Astros and the Phillies. And uh, get you ready for Thursday night football tomorrow. Buccaneers and Ravens. All starts at 2 o'clock for Tony Gwynn Jr. and Matt Scraby, who I was pretty nice to most of the day. <laughs> I'm Chris Ella. We'll see you tomorrow on 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.